Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Hello and welcome to Discographology, the show where we've got no place else to go. Uh, thanks to everybody who listened to our episode last week on Jillian Welch's Time the Revelator. Uh, we're going to make another hard turn next week with our new series, selected by yours truly. We'll talk about that more at the end of the episode. And um, as we uh, usually do, we have a special topic this week that uh, came up actually last, um, last week on Jillian's record, and it's going to... Um, have bearing on on what we have coming up uh but uh before we get there uh what's everybody been listening to matt i will tell you because i got paid and when i get paid i spend too much money on records and that is what has happened um i (laughs) i bought about what i guess i've only bought five records since payday but we're only also a little bit into the month i uh I I bought some records on Amazon. I got a, a Leonard Cohen best of that I put up on uh, my Instagram, and uh, Logan commented because the cover of the Leonard Cohen best of I believe is the cover that went on to inspire a Ween album. Is that correct, Logan? Uh, yeah, the pod yes. where it has uh, I believe Mean Ween on the front. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. That might. Is it I a good I'm, Ween album? I don't know Ween enough to know what is a good. It's Ween. an album. It's it's an album called The Pod, and the album cover is just basically the uh, Leonard Cohen cover, but they replaced it with the head of their friend that had some kind of head contraption for weed smoking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, All it right. looks like a gas mask. Yeah. Well, the yeah, the Leonard Cohen and album is pretty good too. It was said to be the fourth. Or the the third member, Mean Ween, but <laughs> Mean Ween, I Mean Ween, he's the evil. I wonder brother. what Leonard Cohen thought about that because he was, I mean, he, he didn't die until very recently in the last few years, so um, he was definitely around when that was issued. But yeah, his best of, I actually think it's a really good best of. That's actually a pregame topic I would love to do at some point, which is your favorite like best of greatest hits oh. album, something to think about down the road. That's not today's topic, but. It's <laughs> uh, one I'd like to, but I, that best of is good. Um, I am I'm a very casual Leonard Cohen fan at best, so it it works out nicely. Uh, also, in that same purchase run, I got Beth a copy of the album "Simple Things" by Zero Seven, which I'm not a big Zero Seven guy. Uh, she is there on the Garden State soundtrack, and I think that's how she got into them. Uh, Sia, the pop singer Sia, did some vocals for them. Um, so I picked that up for her. Uh, it it's, it's, reminds me of the band Air a lot. If you're listening to Air, the French duo, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's that kind of like chill out, not really techno, but like, you know, kind of ambient, uh, ambient. I don't know, but I mean, well, it's not really ambient in the way of like, there's definitely yeah, a not. through, you know, a melody and like a, uh, clear instrumentation. It's just, if you've heard the Garden State soundtrack, 
you've heard that song. Um, it's not the one that Natalie Portman says you have to hear, though, to change your life on that album. <laughs> it's a different one. That was new slang, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the shuns. Uh, and then lastly in that run, the one that actually I <laughs> I kind of like the best almost, uh, which is probably heresy over Leonard Cohen, but it, it, it just, I don't know, I enjoy it, is the Straylight Run live album from last year. Uh, so if you know the band Straylight Run, they were the kind of offshoot of Taking Back Sunday in the early 2000s where John Nolan uh, and Sean Cooper from that band started this new band, and he's the primary singer-songwriter. Uh, so they put out a live album last year, live at the, I think it's Pachogue Theater. I don't know how to say the theater name exactly. And... <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, they play all the the stuff off of uh, the first Straylight Run album, which I like, and uh, another. I think the second Straylight or the first Straylight Run EP, and uh, it's it's pretty good, especially if you're into that kind of early two thousands emo stuff. Actually, real quick, sorry, funny aside, I saw John Nolan at Lindbergh's with like three other people, and it was a great oh, no. show, but it was also like kind of. Sad. He was really nice about it, too. Um, but anyway. Yeah. And then finally, I picked up a couple classics. The Who, Who Sell Out. Uh, I got that at a flea market and spending that. Marianne with the shaky hand. Um, and uh, Can See for Miles, both on there. Great songs. And then I finally broke down and dropped the money that it cost to pick up John Coltrane's The Love Supreme on colored vinyl, uh, which Walmart and Target both have. And every time I was there, I was like, I should get this album. And then never wanted to spend the money it costs. So I finally broke down about the Walmart version, which is on blue vinyl. And I'm glad I did, because it's a pretty great jazz album. And uh, yeah, so that is what I've been listening to. Matt, what have you been listening to? I've been doing a lot of show prep, of course, but uh, did hear about a a record that uh, is kind of a... A white whale record for a lot of fans of the band uh, Godspeed, You Black Emperor. And uh, this was a band that um, was kind of on the periphery of stuff that, that I listened to. Uh, I, I know that um, uh, Josh and I, are, our, our former drummer in uh, an old band of ours, uh, was was into them. Um, but uh, they had a release that was came out in 1994 that was limited to 33 cassettes, and um, so it's it's very rare and and hardly anybody had heard it. Well, someone has has found and and uh, uploaded this record. It's called "All Lights Fucked on the Harry Amp Drooling." <laughs> um, so so I, I've been spinning that. It's it's interesting, you know. Obviously, very uh, you know, kind of raw and. Um, uh, and, and lo-fi, but, uh, you know, doing interesting things and, um, you know, kind of a, kind of a neat thing to just be able to, to hear what, what the buzz uh, was about. And it, it'll certainly lead me to finally take the dip and, and, uh, and get into them in earnest in, in the way that I probably should be. Cause I, I, I've liked everything that I've heard. So yeah, that that is what uh, what I have been uh, been listening to. Um, I, I guess th- there was there was a hoax uh, in 2013 where where they thought uh, that this had had come out, <laughs> but um, but from everything that I'm seeing and, and reading, this is the real deal. So like somebody um, just made a fake tape. Yeah, I, I've not I've 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 not 
had a chance to find out the, the details of the hoax uh, more than somebody posted something to a, a Reddit board. I, I guess the, the Godspeed Reddit is is uh, Mew, M-U, um, and that you know they, they, they claimed to at least maybe have found a tape or be in possession of a tape, and then you know kind of folks pressed them and and they deleted their account um, and, and kind of disappeared. Uh-huh. And that was kind of the last the last uh, time that, that that folks had had heard about this this record in a, in a big way. But um, but yeah, from what I've I've seen and read, uh, nobody is denying that 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 this is indeed the, the genuine article. So that that's what I've been listening to, uh, Blake. Uh, what, what about you? Um, well, unlike Josh, I have I don't think I've bought anything at all since the last record. Um, been listening to some records. Uh, we listened to that uh, Roxy Music Avalon. Remember with the oversized sleeve? Mm. Uh, that was pretty good. We put on the old Tom Tom Club because I was in the mood after talking about the uh, Stop Making Sense movie, um, and that was a record that uh, that was one of the ones that Logan cleaned for us, and it sounded awesome. Like oh, thank it's you. a really beat up sleeve, but yeah, I mean it's I think it's partially the pressing and partially just the cleaning job. It sounded it's just a really good pressing. I don't know it. The way it's all beat up, it you don't think it's going to be good, but it's good. Don't don't judge your uh, your vinyl records by their sleeves, folks. Um, we put on our uh, uh, bootleg twelve inch of. Uh, do you ever see the uh, David Bowie Nine Inch Nails uh, live bootleg out there? There's yeah. different versions of it floating around. I I want it really bad. We, I haven't pulled trigger, and it's there's one that stick it in your ear. Uh, I've oh, seen yeah. it multiple they times. They just showed it on Instagram. Yeah. I've never pulled trigger, we, but I want it. We have that one. Uh, I got that one for Jess for a birthday or something a while back. That, that one's called Back in Anger. It was actually played in St. Louis. Uh, yeah. That's where that show comes from. Um, uh, Lucy Dacus just dropped a, a new single, and it's called Kissing Lessons. It's, uh, it's a minute 55 long, which that will be related to something I was going to say it sounds like uh, our artist we're going to talk about next week yeah so love love these minute 55 bangers and it (laughs) does indeed bang it's great check out kissing lessons Um, Biaba Doobie everyone's favorite (laughs) favorite uh, artist Biaba Doobie released an EP called Our Extended Play Um, and it it kind of slaps I I recommend checking that one out Um, yeah that's about it Good stuff. Uh, Logan, wh- uh, what about you? Uh, wh- what you been spinning? So I want to start off with new single streams. So I I saw that there was a new Stabbing Westward song called Ghost. Uh, oh. So I had to check that out. <laughs> and that was, it sounded like Stabbing Westward. And it, it, I was, I was like, yeah, I can, I can hang with this. Also, I checked out the track The Riddler. True to our our <laughs> Batman Forever uh, past, uh, but the Riddler by Michael there Giacchino for the new The Batman movie uh, that was really cool. It was pretty low key oh, and laid back. Is it a rap? Uh, unfortunately, it's not a rap. Uh, but Aww. in the middle, it does kind of I don't know take some twists and turns. 
I also, I guess Oliver Tree just releases songs all the time, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Freaks and Geeks, his new song, it was, it was okay. Uh, you know, it was all right. I, I think I liked it, you know, moderately. And then uh, a new Grimes song, Shinigami Eyes. I checked that out. Uh, it was okay. It didn't do as much for me as uh, Kill V Mame did that you put on that one mix halloween mix yeah nothing will nothing can top that yeah that was that was pretty amazing so now i'm going to talk about new vinyl purchases uh just a a few i got the new corn album requiem uh only nine tracks it's it's pretty good i've given it several listens it's been kind of my soundtrack for like the last week so uh i also picked up the 2022 david bowie low reissue on orange vinyl uh i was happy to get that i have a japanese copy of low so uh i was i was happy to kind of get that well who put who puts it out polyphone is that the uh I think david so. bowie I think uh so. he's put out most oh. of it reissued most of his vinyl on i think uh polyphone records uh yeah and i also picked up that idols crawler album mm from but that was from 2021 right yeah that came out very end of last year yeah yeah like but uh i really dug that i got a recommendation from a, another friend my friend Bo. he sent me the song drugstore truck driving man by graham parsons and the fallen angels <laughs> uh country vibes with some good storytelling and sweet you know like slide guitar steel guitar Highly recommended. It. It's a 1973 live version. Uh, Bo said that they wrote this when Graham was in the birds as a fuck you to a Nashville DJ who had an argument with them on air and had Graham's album hung outside of the door with a note that said, in quotations, not real country music. <laughs> he uh, didn't like them because they were hippies. Yeah, Bo that said. sounds about but, right. But uh, he described it as cosmic country. And I thought that was kind of a cool juxtaposition with our Cosmiche uh, mm-hmm. music and, and journey. Uh, so check out some Cosmic Country, Graham Parsons. Uh, also, just streaming, just because I wanted to, I listened to some U2. I, I checked out The Boy. Uh, I listened to War again and the live album Under a Blood Red Sky from 1983. Uh, that was re- great great three albums from U2 and uh I listened to The Church Starfish from 1988 uh Australian band nice. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to The Church like they have the song Under the Milky Way mm-hmm. I, I know I've heard that before I I can't place it offhand but I I I know I've at least heard that one Yeah good bagpipe song Bagpipe solo right <laughs> Yeah talking about yeah, bagpipe yeah, yeah. solos Oh yeah. is it another bagpipe yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like it to me. I I can't say for a hundred percent sure. I could just be, you know, but it sounds like it. Well, we'll we'll have to do uh, bagpipe. You know, <laughs> a, a whole bag bagpipe show. We're, That's going to be really hard coming. to not like uh, overlap at all. <laughs> like bagpipe bangers. Such a selective uh, incoming bagpipes. <laughs> uh, well. Um, yeah, that's that's all great. Um, I, I've got some cosmic country, a little bit of my own uh, coming up here. Um, well, Jillian was thinking last night about Elvis, and so we thought that we would talk through uh, some songs where uh, artists are thinking about and referencing other artists' uh, 
in in their lyrics, and we're calling it uh, noteworthy name drops. Uh, and uh, there, you know, there's there's tons of of Elvis examples uh, of this, you know, like Jillian did. But we put together a few of our favorites. And uh, uh, Josh, do you want to do you want to start us off? Give give us your favorite noteworthy name drops. Yeah. So I started out. I made a, a big old list of like every song you know I could think of where an artist says the name of another artist, and then I was like, I'm gonna make this a little harder on myself, I guess, and kind of uh, widow down my list by thinking of songs where not only are they naming another artist, but like it's an artist that they personally kind of know. So I tried to kind of focus on that angle, like songs where a name drop is done for a contemporary artist. And I came up with a, a handful here. Uh, so I, I want to talk a little longer about one of them, but I'm going to go through and kind of give my, my honorable mention. So first off, uh, this is an artist that I already mentioned when we talked guitar solos. Uh, I mentioned that Jimmy World's song, The Middle, has one of my favorite guitar solos. On that same album, there's actually a, a couple different songs that talk about other artists, but the one I wanted to mention was the track A Praise Chorus. And Praise Chorus is cool because in that song, they go through a list of other songs that the lead singer Jim Atkins likes. But part of that is uh, songs by the band The Promise Ring, who I think Logan's talked about before, um, like picking up some albums by. And uh, the lead singer of The Promise Ring, Davey Van Bolen, I believe it is, uh, joins the song and sings some of the titles of those other songs while Jim Atkins at one point says, uh, Davey, sing me something I know. So I'm going to play a quick clip from that, if that's okay. These, these aren't all promise ring songs that they're referencing. No, there, there's said? two promise ring songs. They mention the titles of, but, uh, he, he goes through a few other songs, including, uh, don't let's start by, they might be giants, right. rock and roll fantasy by a Don, personal fave of bad mine. company kickstart, uh, rock kickstart my heart by Motley Crue. But then <laughs> the, he specifically says Davey, who is the one singing those things. So here we go. Here it is. So there we go. Uh, that's it's like a turducken of lifted lyrics. <laughs> it is, but then I thought because he specifically says Davy, you know, that 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 would work uh, for that. Uh, another one I thought of was the zombie song "Friends of Mine" from the late 1960s album Odyssey and Oracle. And in that song, they go through a whole list of uh, various friends of theirs. And from what I understand, although I'm surprised, genius. You know, they have cita they have little links you can click for everything. On this song, no one has went through and tried to identify all the different friends, uh, which surprises me because my understanding is that some of them are like members of the Kinks and stuff. 
but nobody's went through and mm. actually put that in. So that's a good one. And another one is Father John Misty's song, Mr. Tillman, which very nearly was my number one. Um, so Father John Misty, singer-songwriter, uh, who is actually named Josh Tillman. Uh, his song, Mr. Tillman, is sort of an autobiographical piece about a time he stayed in a hotel, and a lot of the lyrics are the hotel manager talking to him, basically telling him, you know, uh, please don't do this various things that you did in our hotel the last time you were here. But one of the <laughs> things the hotel manager says is he's asking him if he needs a ride somewhere and mentions that another... Uh, singer-songwriter Jason Isbell is uh, a little worried about him. Here's that job. That young man had on his face and for will You need a driver out to Philly Jason Isbell's here as well and He seemed a little worried about you I'm feeling good yeah, so that's a that's a good one. Little drop in there about and Jason Isbell, I guess, later confirmed like, yeah, there was one time I was at a hotel and he looked really messed up, and I told him I was worried about him, and like maybe he needs some help. So I'm a big I don't know. fan of Fear Fun. Yeah, I I never really have gotten into Father John Misty as much as I I probably should. I I I know a few songs here there, including that one, but. Uh, not not as much as I said. But my number one, and I think it's just a great name drop, is by the artist Sun Kill Moon, which Sun Kill Moon is the, uh, like Father John Misty, is actually the name for one person, uh, singer-songwriter Mark Kozalik. I think I'm saying that name right. And, you know, Mark Kozalik's been around for a long time. He was in a group called Red House Painters back in the day, uh, then did Sun Kill Moon. And he has a song... Um, called Ben's My Friend, which is another autobiographical kind of song, like the Father John Misty one, where he's talking about his day. Uh, but part of his day is going to see his old friend Ben Gibbard play in the Postal Service and about what that's like for a guy like him, his age. And uh, it's my favorite name drop just because it's kind of a funny song. The title of it is literally Ben's My Friend, and he's talking about going to see his old buddy. So here's the the verse where he specifically mentions uh, Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service. The other night I went and saw the Postal Service. Ben's my friend, but getting there was the worst. Trying to park and getting up the hill and finding a spot amongst the drunk kids staring at themselves. Standing at the back with a crowd of 8,000. Thought of Ben when I met him in 2000 at a festival in Spain. He was on the small stage then and I didn't know his name. Now he's singing at the Greek and he's busting moves. And my legs were hurting and my feet were too. I'll call him after said I'll skip the backstage high by. But thanks for the nice music and all the exercise. And we laughed and it was all right. Yeah, it's it's a great little name drop, and and later in that song he talks about sitting in his hot tub at home, thinking about how uh, Ben is out there selling lots of tickets, and he's just sitting in a hot tub. Uh, it's it's a fun song. Check it out, Sun Kill Moon. Ben's my friend. But those are my uh, noteworthy name drops. Uh, Matt, what do you got? Well, um, I, I thought quite a bit about this, and uh, ended up I think with uh, several uh, name drops that are kind of fun from. Uh, from across uh, across genres, um, the first one is, is kind of a, a self self referential uh, for for those that that don't know. Um, 
uh, Simon and Garfunkel were actually uh, uh, first known in in New York as Tom and Jerry. And uh, in the Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> song, The Only Living Boy in New York, uh, you know, Art Garfunkel is going out to film film a movie and, and they're kind of, you know, having that uh, th- that that stressed out, um, you know, strained Simon and Garfunkel time. And uh, Paul Simon ha- has a lyric, uh, Tom, get your plane uh, right on time. Uh, just, you know, kind of referring back to that, those, those easier times when, when they were Tom and Jerry, um, the one that is probably kind of, you know, the, the, the most on the nose that I can think of is, uh, Waylon Jennings. Um, I, I don't think Hank done it this away, uh, <laughs> talking about, uh, talking about Hank Williams and, uh, that's just a fun, uh, country song. It's got that, that phaser country, uh, guitar tone, um, that, that that's kind of the, the cosmic country I was thinking about, uh, earlier uh-huh. or, as, or th- th- that's what, what cosmic country made, made me think of. And then, uh, also in the country vein, Alan Jackson, Gone Country. Uh, it's one of those 90s country songs that I, I must just, you know, I, I have to give it credit because it's, it's like a, um, a, a, a scientifically perfect country pop song, you know, uh, and uh, there, there's a lyric about um, a lot of this stuff is, is not much different than Dylan, uh, talking about a, a, a folk singer who's uh, need, needing to make a new uh, make a new start, and, he, and he's he's gone country. Um, and then uh, never, finally, never heard of um, him. Who who is this guy? Dylan. Who is this person? <laughs> never heard of this guy. Uh, well, um, it, it's funny that that you mention. Uh, he uh, he you know he he's got um, uh, got another name that, that that folks know him by. Uh, John Lennon uh, knew him or, or referred to him by this name in the song "God." Uh, it's um, kind of a, a sad song off of Plastic Ono Band, um, the uh, John Lennon's debut solo record. Um, you know, he, he goes through with a list of things that he, he doesn't believe in anymore. And, and amongst those things are uh, doesn't uh, uh, believe in Elvis, doesn't believe in Zimmerman, which is, of course, um, Bob Dylan's uh, given name or, or uh, his Christian surname was was uh, Robert Zimmerman from Hibbing, Minnesota. I don't, I don't think it was Christian Christian surname. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't specifically no, part of the reason he changed it is. Uh... Well, yeah, not 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 Christian uh, <laughs> uh, in in the sense, but uh, is is given given surname. And uh, finally, um, John Lennon, uh, he, he doesn't believe in, in Beatles. Uh, and then finally, um, you know, one got to get one more Elvis reference. Mom- Drag him. <laughs> Are you guys talking about Bob Dylan? No, no, no. I We're talking about Robert Zimmerman. It's a different guy. Okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't believe in, in, in Zimmerman. And, and finally, uh, Neil Young, my, my, hey, hey. The king is gone, but he's not forgotten. This is the story of Johnny Rotten. I just think that's a great, um, a, a great, great vocal and a great lyric. You know, in that time, uh, you know, of course, Elvis died in in '77, and and um, you know, it, it was it, it was a big deal. But but uh, you know, punk was what was coming along uh, at, at this point as well, and and it was the story of Johnny Rotten too. So uh, th- those Freebird. are my <laughs> those are my noteworthy name drops. Um, Leonard Skinner. Name dropping Neil Young. That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> yeah. about that one. Uh, I like the Tom and Jerry one, Matt. I I totally forgotten about that. 
the Tom, get your plane right on time. I know your part will go fine. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, Blake, uh, wh- who do you have? Um, I thought of some good ones. I do want to say I misunderstood the assignment <laughs> at first. And, and I wanted to talk about a great song by Built to Spill called You Were Right, where the entirety of the lyric is lifted from other classic rock song lyrics. Uh, check that song out. You were right by Built to Spill, nineteen ninety nine. It, it rocks. I, I think that's that's uh, but totally that's not what we're doing. I, well, I, I think that's that's very very much yeah. uh, you know in in the same uh, same headspace though, and that is a great yeah. song uh, covered it's by. In the, it's in the spirit. Yeah, uh, covered by uh, uh, Washington. Or no, it was it uh, wasn't Washington it, Irving. It was a little band called of Victims right? of Telephone, as I recall. Yeah, we did do our interpretation of that once. Um, but actual name drops. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the genre of hip hop, <laughs> which is so many, yeah. so many name drops. It's like just part of doing hip hop is name drops. So we can't like, we can't not talk about that. Um, but it, maybe it's a little more interesting to, because it's so common in rap, it's, uh, you hear it less in rock. And so when you do hear it, your ears perk up more. Um, I just, as you all were talking, I just thought of this pavement one. That's so funny that I have to throw in, <laughs> but I just thought of it. So it, um, I, I love pavement in the song stereo. Uh, Malcolm says, Malcolm sings. What about the voice of Getty Lee? How'd it get so high? I wonder if he speaks like an ordinary guy. And then, uh, Bob, uh, <laughs> pavement, uh, collaborator chimes in. I know him and he does. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'll just, I'll drop the clip here cause you don't get how funny it is without hearing it. What about the voice of Getty Lee? How did it get so high? I wonder if he speaks like an ordinary guy. I know him and he does. And you're my fact checking cup. The, there's a great, uh, album by metric fantasies, 2009, a song called gimme sympathy. It's my theory that, uh, so gimme sympathy references both Beatles and the Rolling Stones. It's my theory that the title is a mashup of gimme shelter and sympathy for the devil. Oh um, yeah. I never thought about let that. Let me pull up the lyric here. I never thought about that before that, that, that mashup I mean, of I, the title. I just kind of pulled that out of my ass, but such a great album and and a great song. The chorus goes, give me sympathy after all of this is gone. Who would you rather be, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Oh, seriously, you're going to make mistakes. You're young. Come on, baby. Play me something like Here Comes the Sun. And um, so she's kind of, she's almost answering her own question that maybe she has a preference for the Beatles because she's... Uh, uh, yearning for their song at the end of the the chorus lyric there but there is a genius dot uh, com annotation um about uh the story behind that lyric that the hypothetical question who would you rather be the beatles or the rolling stones well Death you see pop. the beatles were a 1960s <laughs> pop band yeah and the rolling stones were similarly a 1960s pop rock band for britain so uh, apparent okay Apparently, um, Metric opened a few times at Madison Square Garden for the Rolling Stones, which I didn't know that blew my mind. Like, what? <laughs> um, they Metric had a heyday. Um, 
someone backstage, I can't remember if it was a producer or manager some, or a band member, asked um, the singer Emily Hain uh, the hypothetical, who would you rather be, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? And his answer was, I'd be neither one of them is dead and one of them is corporate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. I'm butchering that story. Anyway, great song. Um, the Ramones song called Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio from the very strange Phil Spector produced Good song. End of the Century album. Great song. That album is wild because it's Ramones with the wall of sound. Yeah. And also they were threatened with Phil Spector, <laughs> uh, Phil Spector holding a gun and his two goons with guns. Uh, and it, apparently the whole thing was a nightmare to make. But the... Uh, that song is full of name drops, many of them being DJs, but uh, they also name drop Jerry Lee, John Lennon, T-Rex. Um, but anyway, finally, my, my favorite, I'll do last, is um, LCD Sound System. The song is called Daft Punk is Playing <laughs> at My House. And I always love this. Um, the song is the story of, uh, of a kid who uh, saves up saves his money for seven years to uh i guess to pay daft punk at the time 2005 i think this is this is just uh uh obviously made up but <laughs> saves up for seven years to pay daft punk's guarantee to uh just fly them out to his house and have them play in the basement um and it's about all the neighborhood kids gathering around having fun and um listening to daft punk play in some kid's basement and i i feel like that's living the dream i i always love that idea and uh oh i have to mention and the kind of inception of it all is uh three of us were in a band called washington irving that did that song called daft punk is playing at my house is playing at my apartment <laughs> we we loved wordplay. Yep, I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> we were one of those clever. I, I bands. thought when you said Inception, you were going to mention the Slater Kinney song "I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone." Along the uh, same, because you I'm mentioned not, the Ramones, there's not, a Slater Kinney. Not song. as familiar with I that. I want to be yeah. your Joey Ramone. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Nice, Logan. So I I decided to stay focused and on theme for my picks. Uh, <laughs> I decided to stay away from new metal. Uh, because there's a lot of name <laughs> drops and <laughs> Blake, I also had, and also the same with hip hop. So yeah, uh, there was one little shout out that uh, through the whole process just kept popping into my brain, and it it it's not necessarily a name drop of another artist. Uh, it's more antagonistic, but it's from uh, Tools Anima or Enema the track. Uh, fuck L. Ron Hubbard and fuck all his clones. Uh, there we go. It's a favorite of mine, and I think Cedric Cedric approved also. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah. So, oh, there we go. But mine is kind of a two parter, a call and response, if you will. It all started with Craftworks Autobahn, as we've discussed in our Craftwork Part One series, which you should totally listen to. This album excited and inspired David Bowie while he was living in LA so much so that he became very interested or some say obsessed with German culture. He then puts out station to station, which the first track is very inspired by Autobahn 
being that you hear train station sounds, almost a wink and a nod to Kraftwerk. And then Bowie actually moves to Berlin, Germany, along with Iggy Pop. And at this point, they're trying to get clean. Uh, Bowie starts digging into the Cosmisch music culture and the Berlin scene. So at one point, Kraftwerk start hanging out with Bowie, taking him to get giant pastries. And I even <laughs> hear a tale, hear tale of Florian inviting Iggy Pop to the fresh market for some choice asparagus shopping, which <laughs> he happily obliged. Uh, Kraftwerk gets some inspiration from Bowie and then begins work on their Trans Europe Express album in kind of a wink and a nod to his station to station while Bowie begins work on his Heroes album. So this is all going down in like 1977. So Bowie ups the bromance with a subtle name drop on his song entitled V2 Schneider on his album Heroes. While his track is mostly instrumental, its refrain stands to sing V2 Schneider, an homage to Florian, Motorique, Cosmisch music scene, and the V2 rocket, which is Germany and the world's first long-range ballistic missile. So it's perhaps a nod to the Cosmisch music scene, which didn't want to live in the shadow of war. So apparently Kraftwerk gets wind of this name drop and promptly reciprocated by name dropping Station to Station, Bowie, and Iggy Pop on their title Trans Europe Express, which will be the first album we cover in season three's Kraftwerk part two series. So here's a clip. Back to Düsseldorf City Meet Iggy Pop And David Bowie Trans Europe Express Trans Europe Express Trans So Bowie and Kraftwerk have this tennis match of name dropping Bowie had wanted Kraftwerk to open for him But I guess it didn't work out I, I kind of reckon to speculate that they didn't want to get too pigeonholed for being too connected to another star like Bowie. Uh, they kind of like their isolation and just hanging out at Kling Klang Studio. It just makes me appreciate how seminal Autobahn was for without it, we may not have gotten the Berlin trilogy or Iggy Pop's Lust for Life or The Idiot. And if it wasn't for Low in the song Nightclubbing, we probably wouldn't have the same Nine Inch Nails that we do today. So, mm -hmm. uh, but Kraftwerk, the range of influence is just really impressive, impressive to me. Uh, the shocking thing is it doesn't stop there with Trans Europe Express, but that's an even further... That's a whole nother story that we're going to get into in part two of season three. So stay tuned. 
as soon as as uh, you played that drop, I was like, oh, that sounds like craft work. You know, it's uh, it's really yeah. telling that that it's really telling when a band can can so define their their sound that you instantly you know hear that and, and can tell that, that that's who it is. But but also you know uh, still be interesting and 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 do new things. But uh, yeah, those are those are all. Can I uh, some- before before we move on, Matt? I want to mention another uh, kind of connection there, Logan is the Red Hot Chili Peppers song Californication, where they have the line, a double name drop, uh, and Cobain, can you hear the spheres singing songs off station to station? So Anthony Kiedis had hmm. to, to name drop both Kurt Cobain and David Bowie's station to station as well. Anyway, sorry, I had to throw that in there. I, I was just thinking about station to station, and I'm like, isn't it name dropped another song? It's Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> By Iggy Pop wannabe, and I'm then think about <laughs> that rhyme. radioactivity. You know the station, to, radio waves, station to station. Uh, yeah. I, I have heard that song. It has to be 275 times in my life, and <laughs> and I, I actually never. Uh, I heard the Cobain, but I, I never picked out station to station. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's yet yet another uh, great. Uh, notable name drop. So uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, <laughs> noteworthy for... name drop. Or noteworthy. <laughs> See? <laughs> They're interchangeable. <laughs> noteworthy name drop. That's another um, great uh, noteworthy name drop. And we uh, we uh, thank everybody for... Um, for, for bringing those along and and um, and and you for listening and of course we uh, coming up next week um, we have our new series uh, starting um, and uh, the connection is uh, one of the tracks on this uh, this upcoming album is called something to do and it is a reference to uh, Saint Paul uh, Twin Cities Minneapolis area band Husker Do and the reference is made by by our new subject and that is the replacements and their debut record sorry ma forgot to take out the trash so uh so do do join us next week and uh we'll we'll uh, start off our new series on the replacements and of course uh don't forget to listen to music (laughs) 